Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with interesting and inspiring people like our new friend Atlas here on topics that help inspire our listeners, that's you, to find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired selves. So how are you doing today, Atlas? Uh, doing all right, Jackie. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> how awesome. about you? I'm doing amazing. It's um, I'm home with my four very interesting kids and my loving husband and they haven't made me crazy yet so i'm feeling pretty blessed that no one has been injured in the making of this movie so there you go yeah full house (laughs) i was uh recently like i remember i used to always complain a little bit about how much to clean and now i'm like oh thank heavens we have a room that everyone can go to (laughs) (laughs) so i'm never going to complain about that ever again although or at least not this week (laughs) I was going to say you had a great voice for radio, and then I thought how cliche that was since you're a musician, but, <laughs> but you're it's, nice. you know, it's not the first time it's come up. I used to, uh, a while back, I worked at a Starbucks and in the drive-thru, everyone would be like, oh, you should be on the radio. You should be on the radio. You're like, I'm working yeah, on it, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we got super lucky, and um, you have recently put out two new EPs. Mm-hmm. Um totally different. I think a little bit different vibes on the two. I wonder if you'll share with us a, a little bit about yourself. So people know, you know, the name of your group and then um, a little bit about the new EPs that have just come out. If that, if that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, the first one strings of Atlas has been like the group that I've, I've started and, you know, been in that for like years and years for a while. It was just me doing it and off and on had other band members come in so that started like 2006. And when I was in college, I started to get more into productions and things. And I met people who, you know, worked in hip hop and I met some filmmakers who were doing indie films and everything. So I started to learn kind of branch out from rock and roll and learn production and soundscapes and like Foley art. That was a fun one. And that all kind of started to influence a bit of what I was doing with Strings of Atlas. And uh, so that um, we just released another EP, what, Friday? Yeah, this past Friday, the 10th that just came out and three track doing really well. Another kind of apocalypse driven rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah, uh, It's very timely because I actually, (laughs) I went and looked at, um, there's some great like uh, uh, marketing kit kind of stuff that you're, that you're, um, that Michael sent out your management mm -hmm, group. With MTS. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I was like, so timely. (laughs) A little, a little apocalyptic. But, you know, things are going to go better for us, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's really the themes of all the, the albums is always like, there's this struggle, but you make it. You make it. You, you survive, you know. <laughs> and yeah, the, uh, so the fun part between these two is, so leading to Chords of Eve, which is the, the trip hop kind of uh, electro pop group that uh, I work with. It was kind of a story arc to where in this parallel dimension, Strings of Atlas is playing this grand show, like this whole World War Three setting and no one wants to leave. It's all about the music and fighting back and, you know, and everything gets blown up and the band gets destroyed. And the Atomic Girls, which is actually a dance troupe that I used to work with for years and years. They were amazing people. They always I always have them pop up in whatever it is I'm doing. And we had a little comic book we sketched where the Atomic Girls found Atlas Cage in this dimension <laughs> and started rebuilding him in this kind of, you know, uh, dystopian, futuristic settings. And that's where he meets this android, uh, Casey, who can sing. 
and sing really well. And no one can explain how she learned how to do this because she was never programmed for it. And that's where Chords of Eve comes from. And it kind of takes this very, very different approach from hard rock down to like kind of a chill out vibe and more pianos and synths and things like that in it. Yeah, that's nice. So it's sort of like you're, even in your musical life, they sort of, it balances each other out, like the super intense vibe. And then kind of like, yeah, it's intense, but some days you just got to chill too. Like Some days, right? <laughs> and and I, I, so a little bit before our, um, the interview, we just did a little prep. And uh, for people who can't see the video, if they'd end up seeing the video, you have a photo behind you of um, cartoon <laughs> art. And uh, I was like, yeah, my husband plays that game. But it's interesting because I think that that has a theme, that game, right? Doesn't the game mm -hmm. have a very similar theme to if you crashed your two EPs together? <laughs> it would be, yeah, this would be where it lands. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of landed, was it fall? It's like Fallout, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, this is in particular is Vault Boy from Fallout 4, yeah, but yeah. same That's mascot like, throughout the games, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you could like do really cool things and like get extra science power or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I thought that's really cool. So it's a very, like that vibe, sort of the same thing where, you know, the world sort of smacks you upside the head, but at the end, you can still figure out a way to get there. And then right. there's, you know, androids and stuff. Yeah. Of course, of course. Got to have a few cents in there. <laughs> Definitely. So I love that you really, um, so something that's been fun talking to you um, that's a little different from some of the other artists we talked to is you sort of have a, holistic view of art so it's not just music right you've talked about comic books you've talked about dance troops you talked about a lot of other things um even when you describe your music you don't say i'm i'm a rock band or i'm a techno it's like you know five adjectives all smushed together uh so is art kind of is that true is this like different infusion of other pieces of art just not musically part of your experience i think yeah absolutely I feel like where there's nothing wrong with taking the approach of creating an album for the sake of just writing music, like you like to jam, so you make a jam album. I tend to, as I write anything, songs, like either lyrically or musically or something I'm putting together, I feel like there's a story behind everything. And a lot of times I have like a movie scene playing in my head and I'm like, okay, if this were happening in a film right now, what would the music sound like that's playing with it? And then when you have that song, it's like, why did they even get to that part? What was before that in the movie? What's after that? How is this all connected together? And I think because of that, it kind of allows me to, to expand my network 10 times faster than I would if I were just doing music because then you meet you know, the Atomic Girls who are a belly dance troupe and did fusion dance and joined in on this. And then you meet other graphic designers who while you're you know, doing a comic book thing, people want to jump in. They're like, yeah, well, how about I, I do the art for your album or something like that? And you get this, this diverse network of people who just want to create and make something amazing. And that I, that's the energy I feed off of is people who want to make something more. Yeah. So would you describe yourself as sort of, um, we talk a lot of, on the entrepreneurial side. So we talk a lot about uh, co coaches, consultants, and creatives. Mm -hmm. And so like this creatives is its own, has its own arc almost its own story because they, they bring together like this, these sparks of inspiration into the way they earn a living. And it's a little bit different than like teaching you how to do marketing, right? <laughs> showing someone how to make a comic book is not the same as showing someone how to, you know, contact all the media outlets and, and get interviews. 
Um, so, so what's different? Is there anything different that you've seen with the creatives in terms of how they approach business versus those that are maybe in more traditional entrepreneurial, you know, adventures? I think it really depends on the person, honestly. Like I've, I've met people who are kind of haphazard with everything and they're like, we're just going to make this thing because we got an idea. Let's just throw it out there and see what happens. And they do something really big or really great. And sometimes it's a hit. It does exactly what it was intended to do. And then sometimes it falls short because it didn't have that other foundation of marketing or of building that up first. And it's, it really just varies person to person that I've seen. Some people take it extremely seriously and they had a business background and then they got into like the arts and kind of lean towards the creative a bit, which I think in a way that that helps widen like, people's perspective in terms of how they market something or what kind of audience they're reaching for rather than this is the data, this is what the numbers say, just do this. You get a little creative with it. You know? <laughs> and yeah. I think that, that helps a ton. That makes for some of the most interesting campaigns that people do. And I think honestly, some of the more interesting artists too. I think right now too, um, something that I'm seeing is people are having to be more creative with their marketing or, you know, people are in a kind of a different state right now, or, or some people are coming from like a fear place or maybe before they were coming from more of a security or more abundant space. And so it, it takes um, different ways to be creative and still get your message out to someone who's feeling a different vibe in general. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you end up releasing two LP or EPs at the exact same time? Like, like how does <laughs> how does that even happen in terms of like the time space continuum and terms of having time to get all of that done? <laughs> that uh, so you just give up on things like sleeping and going out with your friends. Just yeah. just get rid of all the throw it out the window for about two and a half months. <laughs> so you went on preemptive quarantine. I, yeah, I was kind of already living the lifestyle before they told me to stay inside, and I was like, oh, is that okay? Oh, <laughs> but it was so the original idea was we were setting up a, a live show of course cd release party to where it was going to be less of you know here's the band we're going to play this song okay we got two songs left okay we got this and it was a theatrical event where there was a story that led to the first song and then it was the band kind of having their disgruntled moments and like some want to leave and some want to stay and things are getting tense and then the destruction happens and it leads over to the next group who then we take a minute set up on stage while the narrator's doing their thing and we keep going from there. Oh, so the, cool. yeah, it was, it was, I think a good idea. I don't, it's something we'll have to revisit now in the future, but we had to do, you know, a digital version. And what we end up doing on that is it was tricky getting everyone to, I don't know, like the timing wise and video wise and internet bandwidth wise. So we ended up doing nine hours of on the hour, every hour, we would just play a song off the website and then talk with someone who had something to do with the creation of it, like a music video director, uh, someone who did the artwork or someone that, something like that, that had into it. And just every hour we popped up and kind of trial by fire, did my first live stream, <laughs> nine hours. Yeah, there you so, go. Why not start with a bang, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why make it easy? Oh, wow, that's crazy. So it sounds like, oh, I'm so bummed because I think that the whole idea of this, you know, active musical art theater sort of apocalypse smash up sounds super fun like it would have been a really neat um a neat release party you think maybe you might try to do something at a future date when maybe the world is outside 
Yeah, right. <laughs> it's definitely something. I think I have to tweak it a bit now because that was the reason we released them at the same time was to make that arc happen all at once. And man, that was a beast. That was definitely a beast to do that. But I think there's something still where those two worlds can, you know, have a crossover. We can do something in the future. So I think there's still plans for it in the back burner. So uh, are you going to continue on with both sort of, uh, okay, first of all, you had had mentioned early before before our conversation that they're, they're kind of two different styles of music for lack of me being uh, a musician myself to be able to know what i'm saying um what are the vibe of the two like how are they different um because you said i think chords of eve you like techno slash 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 so you know what were you going after in each of the two vibes so with chords of eve it's kind of like i've always been a fan of like trip hop and lo-fi and things like like uh, like massive attack or tricky portishead Imogene Heat, that sort of sound, I've always liked as kind of like a, a more calming area for me to go to outside of rock and roll. I mean, I love rock. I started off in death metal of all things. <laughs> and so with Chords of Eve, it, it kind of was, I wanted to take that hard rock aspect out of my music and try something completely different, but and see what tones I could capture in that and see if I can get that same groove going. And then with Strings of Atlas, sometimes you just got to rock. and i just i love just hard hitting fast rock and roll so that's that kind of scratches that itch for me i I remember one of my my first memories um so i'm aging myself here uh i've been around so long that i went to a concert where metallica was the opening band yeah nice all right (laughs) it was pretty cool though because it was like um there's out by us in a field everyone was kind of out in this there wasn't enough seating so you're out in the grass and they opened up um for another band and i remember like like who's this group opening up right now <laughs> like now like yeah this, their story's been written and it's gone um but rock and roll went through a lot of of interesting turns too because i remember and it, and it was not one i loved actually but i had some friends that were like speed metal even became a thing right for, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like speed metal and then there's death metal like hard rock and soft rock and all of these different vibes so oh, yeah. how did you kind of end with like strings of atlas do you sort of try to weave a lot of different kinds of rock together or do you stick with one kind of main genre i think i kind of find myself my natural rhythm falls in this kind of like mid-tempo groove thing it's almost like it's got to have a little bit of like Motown, a little funkiness to it in terms of the rhythm, but that guitar is just distorted and nasty and driving the whole time. I think that's where my natural rhythm falls. So that's kind of like the repeating pattern. And there'll be some songs that step out of that a bit, become a bit more like ballad rock or a little softer. But for the most part, I think my the style is pretty consistent with just heavy mid-tempo drive. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So um, what intru- do you personally play a lot of instruments or... Yeah, yeah, I play a few. I, uh, guitar is my main one. And then I play bass. I play drums. Uh, I used to play violin and viola, but a bit out of practice on that. It's probably been about 11 years since I played either of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then a little yeah. harmonica just because I thought it'd be fun to learn. <laughs> I, I think I've seen some really neat things in the last, maybe, oh, I say the last 10 years with some of the classical instruments sort of integrating into um more modern music like i mean a bad example but all about that bass right like they, they kind of 
That was a modern one. That's a catchy um, song. That's a catchy it song. is. It's like, like, that is very you catchy. You can't, it's like an earworm. Um, <laughs> and the other is that um, on the countryside was and then Devil Went Down to Georgia where he kind of got this like oh, hard yeah. ass, like serious, like fiddle playing in there that was that was like raunchy. It was really awesome. It was like a I can listen cool, to that all day. Country fiddle right? might do it. <laughs> Super cool, like vibe where they twisted it together. I was like, oh look at that, like classical instruments rocked in. I play accordion, so I'm not nearly as cool as anyone else. Oh, cool. No, that's pretty cool though. People from Wisconsin, that's what we do. You know, we have a squeeze box. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we're rocking it out. Um, so with these two big, you know, these two big projects, sort of. I guess they didn't wrap up. They sort of sort of wrapped up and just finished kicked and off a little <laughs> you're like i'm done stop it <laughs> um do you have any things on the horizon that you're kind of looking at um doing next or are you already half creating in your head or what's going on for you guys um so as far as sky titan the label itself we have a hip-hop project we're working on for like late summer so that's still still in the creative works there uh, for Strings of Atlas and Chords of Eve, we just just debuted a new Strings of Atlas music video, which we got with uh, Adam Rodriguez here, who's local performer, stage guy, amazing. Is so that the, was like is, our... is it the S one? Yeah, that... yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, I checked that out. We'll have to um, we'll have to make sure that other people get to see that little snippet that they Michael shared. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. That was a ton of fun. That was our like our next big push after we had the album going. We had that one ready to kind of launch with everything. And actually, just as of last night, uh, for Chords of Eve, we, uh, we're partnering with the Leglong Foundation, which is a, a private foundation here that does like charitable giving. And we're going to put together a, a community source music video and raise money for the Central Texas Food Bank. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, we're working on that right now. So um, always something going on. So you yeah. want it. So I, I, I speak of the video kind of the strings of Atlas. So I have this. Um, admission which I love that happened so I, I didn't really it got on the website first thing I saw was that little music video clip and I was like yeah that totally looks like a rocker and then you show up and I was like <laughs> he's the one that's rocking it shut up <laughs> so it was really kind of a fun surprise that um, I, I just not having followed you yet saw the main guy who's kind of got this like old like my dad's rock and roll guy right like the long <laughs> long hair and then and then you show up and i was like oh my god what's happening and it was super, super fun so like, I think is that lenny kravitz <laughs> what it's like is that lenny kravitz <laughs> oh, oh i didn't think about that but yeah yeah something like that <laughs> but uh but no i was like oh where's this but it was really fun because i thought where's this going mm -hmm. right so it's like this smash up between the to totally different visual looks and you know, there's the plastic gloves and you know, the Superman kind of cape thing. And I'm like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> a guy like the, the guy without the beard, but he kind of had ZZ Top hair. And I was like, mm. oh, yeah, this is so rock. Ah, old. And then I was like, yeah, it's not 80s rock anymore, girlfriend. The world has evolved without you. <laughs> it's very, very cool. Um, and you have this like great tonage to your voice. It's really, really fun. Which is oh, the radio really voice guy thing, right? So. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm one of those people who's always like, my voice is terrible. I hate hearing it. And people are like, no, no, it's good. You should sing more. I'm like, uh, hey. rock and roll it fit. Beyond that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows, right? right? Well, people obviously like it, though. I mean, there's like lots of 
you obviously have some fans and you're doing some fun, neat mashups, which I love. Yeah. And I'm sure the audience loves. Um, so one other thing you had mentioned again earlier was you kind of, there's a different t audience kind of for the Chords of Eve. I wonder mm -hmm. if you'd expand upon that a little bit, like what your vibe you're trying to do a little bit different there. With, well, with Chords of Eve, I feel like it has, it's a easier to approach style of music. It's easy listening. It's not so, you know, like my fiance, her mom, her mom's great. She always supports like the music stuff we're doing. But whenever I play rock, she's like, I don't get it, but good job. <laughs> you know, she's like, why is it so noisy? <laughs> and then when we, you know, with Chords of Eve, when it, it definitely, it smooths everything out. There's almost, I think we snuck in guitar on two tracks with a little more upbeat. But for the most part, we wanted to get more of that, that easy listening and that kind of like, you know, easy to approach, not so much like a punch in the face kind of rock song. <laughs> and I think there's, there's definitely that line in terms of people who like music a certain way. They don't want to hear screaming and craziness. They only want to be able to wind down from it. And I think that's where that division happens. But there's also a decent overlap of people who like that hard rock, but also like to just kind of chill out and hang out for a little while and listen to something not so, so pushing. Yeah, I, I love that. Like easier to approach is such a wonderful way to to say that. And and you're right. I was actually um, we have a uh, I don't want anyone turn on anyone's Amazon A L E right. If I say the word, everybody will get mad. <laughs> but um, so I'm like doing right now. We have to walk in the house because we're not leaving anywhere. So we're doing the walk, and we have my husband's mm. playlist is playing. So it's energizing. It's like hard. Right, he plays like. <laughs> electric guitar is this it and it's great for really getting going and then i'm like after about two hours me not him i'm like all right i need to come on down now right? <laughs> like, there's this is so big it's like such a big sound mm -hmm. um and i have a daughter who's on the autism spectrum and so interestingly she loves music every music even hard rock like she just likes the the vibe like the feel like the, yeah. the music's as long as it has some kind of undertone of of rhythm or sort of something that she can feel the repetition of she, she's fine but um even i was like yeah so now i might have to go chords of eve on my second you know first we'll rock out to the good walk and then the chill. <laughs> i'm gonna rock in with the chords of eve a little bit there well, there you go all day <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find this amazing music that I'm just super excited about and just got lucky to, to learn about recently? Where can they find you? Uh, so we've got our, of course, the Sky Titan Media website, which has all of our artists on that. So every time we get something new, you'll see it pop up there. And uh, we stay active with Facebook. So you'll always see new links coming up there. But in terms of streaming or buying, it's, it's everywhere now. It's Spotify is the main one that we put out. Uh, Pandora, Deezer, Napster, Rhapsody. You can Shazam it. Shazam will take you like a few Apple Music. So wow, it's, it's in a couple of spots. Around. Look at you getting it all out there. I love <laughs> it. So are you going to sleep sure. a little bit now that you just like, <laughs> or you're like, nah, I got stuff to do? You know, I was playing that yesterday. It was kind of a lazy day for a little bit. And then we started building up with the, uh, the charity music video. And then 1 a.m. hit, and I was like, I should probably go to bed. I got things to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got awesome well so we'll see we'll see if sleep finds its way in there yeah maybe <laughs> um, we'll make sure to put you know the url and the facebook group and all of that in the show notes so people can find you and hopefully they'll get on facebook because you like you said you're really active on there you keep seeing new yeah. things pop up 
Um, but thank you so much, uh, especially since you didn't get, you know, go to bed so late and <laughs> showing up and chilling out with us here at Press Play Lifestyle. And I, I think a lot of people are going to be inspired by your music and like that story vibe of bringing the two things together. So thanks so much for yeah, Jackie. Thank you for this. having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, we'll keep in touch and uh, you have a great day. Okay. All right. You too. Bye-bye.